How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Life is Funny podcast. I'm Evan, joined as always by Josh. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well today. I have no complaints. It was a wonderful weekend in northern Michigan for me, so we were celebrating Lauren's mom's birthday up there, and so happy birthday to her. Um, But yeah, that was really nice. I mean, it's still everything was pretty well closed down in Michigan, so... Uh, we just hung around the lake, rode jet skis, went out on the boat, um, which interestingly enough, Lauren's family calls the butt. So <laughs> I think that's funny. I would assume, or I guess I sh- would preface it with, I hope, not necessarily assume that it's because of Finding Nemo. I believe so. Okay, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm 100% sure, but good. I've never not, confirmed that, issue. but that was always my <laughs> assumption was that it was a Finding Nemo reference. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm glad so. that you guys, you know, rode the butt all weekend long. That yeah, it was, yeah. you know, same here, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it was it was enjoyable. The weather was awesome. I mean, it's crazy because like where uh, we are currently residing in Indiana, it was like mid 80s, I believe, all weekend. But then high up 80s. there, it got up to 90 here in Bloomington. Really, like, the was... high, the yeah. high up there on Saturday was 67. See, that's perfect. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it so, was amazing. Lucky you guys. I was sweating through clothes left and right <laughs> this weekend, working outside. Is your AC working again? It is. The AC's, you know, up and okay. running. Like, it was kind of funny. So, it, a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, probably, it did, there were, like, three days stretch where it was going to drop down to, like, like 40s overnight and, like, mm-hmm. you know, no higher than, like, 70 during the day. And that's, this was when my roommate was still here, and I was like, hey, Eric, like, should we... Yeah maybe turn the AC off and like, you know, save a little bit of money for those two days or whatever for three days, whatever, whatever. And he was like, well, you know, I don't really care. And also I'm worried that if we turn it off, it won't come back on. I was like, that's (laughs) you've had that happen before. Right. So like that, that's a good point. And we just left it off or left it on, I should say. So yeah, I'm glad that you had nice weather regardless of AC levels. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But you said that you sweat through your clothes whilst working outside so much Care yeah, to elaborate a, so starting from last wednesday like it's been i've been busy every single day and then i will be busy every single day until um i guess until next monday like so it's oh, like wow. the busiest like two busy and bee. a half week stretch or two week stretch i guess um yeah like since all this you know pandemic stuff has gone down so like it's been crazy um we were setting up for our week our first weekend of two um which was like Uh yesterday and the day before um this this is a monday that we're recording so it was a saturday sunday and then it'll go on next weekend as well so like you know we were setting up for an outdoor escape room adventure thing with the parks department here in bloomington that's like yeah it's stranger theme themes uh stranger things themed that's hard to hard to get if you are you know (laughs) speeding through it like i was so yeah it was like stranger things and like cool and there was a lot of setup and it was like 90 degrees outside and being like partially outdoors like the first day i like stood outside and like mostly in the shade but it was still just like hot like it didn't you know mm-hmm. like shade doesn't really help that much if it's 90 degrees and not super no, breezy not really so yeah, yeah it, it was just like hot all weekend so i like have <laughs> have definitely had to you know get my oh yeah these are the clothes i'm going to change into as soon as i get back from work because my other ones are gross so Hmm. yeah tmi maybe yeah no 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 that's okay we're just gonna let i don't know i'm not i'm just gonna look over that one right we Uh, don't need to dive into it (laughs) but was so you didn't 
you said you play tested. You told us last week you play tested this um, escape room, this outdoor escape room. You te- play tested some of like the stations. Was how you described it, right? Yeah. So I play tested it. I can't remember. I guess I would have play tested it that morning that we recorded. Um, so I play tested. I wow. Play tested some of the um, like the concept of the puzzles basically not like they weren't like the they weren't set up the same way now they're much bigger and fancier but it was like the same Mm -hmm. puzzles just on paper so i had to play test those and um it was like it was interesting because it was just me and it was like me going in like i said not like set up or the final version and it took me like an hour and a half to play through the puzzles there were like four different puzzles and i was like talking to my boss like giving her feedback about like okay you know here's like sort of why it took me this long and here were some yep. of the hard parts and i was like well you know like it, it took an hour and a half but if it were if it were just like because the room is supposed to be played in about an hour and i was yep. i was like okay well if it took me an hour and a half it would probably be better you know once we fine-tune things and if i had a group so we might not need to change that much and she yeah. was like oh well those were only the first half of the puzzles so oh gosh um, yeah like, <laughs> you know we need to make some change i was like oh yeah it definitely shouldn't have taken me that long so yes yeah. i got to play test that stuff and then there was a bunch to set up um and also play test again a couple times and like learn how to how to be the game master for you know groups playing it so yeah it was a fun new time and the most hours i've worked in forever so nice (laughs) exciting but different do you get to do very much of the game design at all or is that somebody else's job not really i mean like we sort of help you know fine-tune some stuff and i Mm -hmm. i give a lot of suggestions um you know sometimes like i guess they are um like unsolicited sometimes they are actually asked for but (laughs) yeah um, i'm good about like giving suggestions and making tweaks about like hey you know this is something that we could do either you know more so minor stuff like design type stuff oftentimes yeah um just to make things clear but in terms of the actual game design i don't do a ton of the like planning out i'll help with pretty much everything but i'll like i'll do some of the um like uh, manufacturing for some of the like puzzle boxes yep. and games and stuff but okay yeah the actual puzzles themselves are like usually adam who you know he's our i think that's his official title is like our you know game designer or something like that so gotcha yeah, yeah. i i actually didn't know that he that was his official title i knew he participated but i didn't know that like that was his main thing very cool yeah that's like his you know his job at the room because that's the thing about an escape room especially one where you're not like you know where you're your own escape room you gotta have somebody to come up with like new puzzle ideas which i feel like i'd have a hard time with so yeah that's pretty complex yeah do do a good job of it now but hmm interesting well did you do anything (laughs) else interesting over the last week um what else did i do over the last week i so i worked a lot and that's been most of my life i had a couple different zoom meetings which are always fun one of them it was funny so my mom was trying to set up a zoom thing for her um her yoga studio she's trying to like starting to reopen and wanted to like yep. go through and make a video for her customers to show them like hey these are some of the new precautions in place and you know some of the mm-hmm. things we'll be doing and blah 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 so she had a zoom call with myself um my cousin who's a couple years older than me and then my uncle um who's like older than she is and mm-hmm. like she was like, hey, you guys are, you know, no Zoom more than I do. Like, tell me how to do stuff. Show me what to do. So we kind of walked her through and gave her some ideas and, like, you know, told her things about how Zoom works. And at one point, it was funny. My cousin was like, oh, Aunt Kate, you know, Zoom on their website, they have a really helpful, uh, like, customer su- customer support person. And it's some <laughs> lady. And I think it's just, like, on their website. Um, 
who like she'll give you you know all sorts of tips about how to use zoom and what to do and i texted her individually i was like is that code for you don't need to ask us every single time you have a zoom <laughs> question <laughs> so that was funny um but yeah like so that was a good time the other thing i did today just a couple hours ago is i got oh. a haircut josh tucker no I didn't way give myself a, a real haircut. the real I deal got, Yes, you the real deal. I got a haircut. You shelled um, out some hard-earned dollars. I did, yeah. I, you know, put some cold, hard cash, and, you know, so the guy that I ran wow. into walking around outside gave me a haircut. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually How does it to, like, look? make an appointment. It looks good. It's super short. Um, I can send okay. you a picture, but it's, like, it's real short, and it's good. I mean, it's, like... I told the guy, it was weird, where, you know, I went in, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is my first haircut in months, and it might be super messy, because the last time, like, yeah. I gave myself a haircut. So, you explained that to him. I love it. Right. Well, I was like, I don't know what's going on back there, but, like, I want to go shorter than usual, and, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It was worth it, and I tipped a little extra, because I was like, you know what? It's it's worth it. He like, probably like had to work hard. Last time. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I didn't make it easy for you, and also, like... <laughs> I respect the game now, you know, like I know yeah. that, you know, it's, it doesn't take an, it shouldn't take an hour to, to give somebody a haircut. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, that's what I've done in terms of this upcoming week though, mm-hmm. I'm going camping. I don't know okay. if you knew about that. You might've known. I about did. That. Yes. I you told you me. I, we talked yes. about it after the podcast. You're on like during the middle of the week, right? Yeah. So like, um, it'll be two nights, like Wednesday night, Thursday night. So we'll get there Wednesday stay in a cabin so it's not like camping camping it's kind of like oh you're staying in a cabin you're not staying in a tent right so we're staying it'll be three of us we're staying in a tent i told my dad that in a tent or cabin you just said i meant cabin no we're not okay we're not staying in a tent we're staying in a cabin and i told my dad that and he was like oh well that's not real camping i'm like well you know like you're right i guess but also (laughs) (laughs) that's more like going on a woodsy trip Sure. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing this week in a, in a two days. I am going on a woodsy nice. trip, but that doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Is that in Hoosier National Forest then, or it is at McCorm- McCormick's Creek um, okay. State Park or whatever? So like really near Bloomington. Um, yep. If you're listening to this Wednesday night and you're also at McCormick's Creek. Uh, Come let say me hello. Know. Don't, yeah, no, don't try and find me, but let me know, and that'll be great. <laughs> but yeah, so send like up that, some smoke signals. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll keep my my eyes and ears out, you know, for bird calls and smoke signals and all that good stuff. But that should nice. be fun. Hopefully. I come back and like don't get eaten by a bear or mosquitoes or anything like that. Oh, fun yes. thought by the way that like if you haven't thought about, think about it because okay. I brought it up and like I think I told Rachel about it first out of anyone and I've brought it up to a few people again since. But it's like a super sucky thought. You know how mosquitoes suck literally and figuratively. Yes. So you know how mosquitoes also pass along like diseases like you know malaria and West Nile virus and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sure. You think mosquitoes can pass along coronavirus? I don't know. That's a good question. Lauren got yeah, 13 mosquito bites this last weekend. Ooh, so if anybody's unlucky. got it, yeah. she's got <laughs> it. That is the unlucky 13. I'll and, let you know within yeah. the week if she has it. And if she oh doesn't, boy. then we'll know they don't transmit it. 
Oh boy, yeah. I mean, well, hopefully that mosquito was, I, I don't know, Lauren exclusive. Like she had her, her own exclusive mosquito or something yeah. like well, that. Well, it was also like up north by the lake, so there's not a whole lot of people around, so. Gotcha, yeah. Hopefully it was just mixed with, you know, deer blood and dog blood. Oh, Mosquitoes are gross, dude. They're, they're How exciting least, of a conversation. Least favorite animal by far. Like they're also probably, in my opinion, the most unnecessary. Like people yes. really what don't is the like purpose? spiders and stuff. Yeah, yeah but right, they have a purpose. I, I don't know. Yeah, like spiders have a purpose. I actually, I had a big moment last night. So for some oh, reason, oh. my apartment has uh, roly polies in it. And like, I, I will <laughs> find them. In your apartment. Okay. Yeah. So like, if you walk into my apartment, just, I'm, you know, going to lay it, lay it all out for people, some yep. visuals. So you walk in, there's where the door swings open. Basically, the, yep. um, the, the radius of the door is like a wood little entryway. So yes. there's that. And then the rest of it is carpet in like a living room area. And then probably about 10 feet, maybe not even that much, like eight feet or something further, you hit the kitchen where it transitions back to hardwood. For some reason, there's all these roly polies that like they start at the kitchen area, but they, I think they start like, hmm. I don't know if they, where they come in at it, And it's just like, it's That's not like, weird. you know, like an army, but it's like a couple a day. And it's like, what the heck? Like this <laughs> Why is so are they weird. right like, there? Right. Like I don't have like, you know, trash laying out or crumbs on the floor or anything like that. It's just yeah. like. It's getting Hmm. hotter and, you know, summertime. And for some reason, there's a way that bugs can get in. So anyways, the point of that story is that um, I saw a like little spider, like one of those like Mm kind of scary, like wolf spider type things that are super common here in the Midwest. But it wasn't big. Like if it were a big one, I freaked out about those before. I'll kill them. One time, um, I think Rachel helped me try and put one outside and that was just <laughs> I like, love this. the scariest thing ever i um, i had to yeah. get help to get a spider outside <laughs> no i don't i yeah what do you what do you mean they have eight legs i have two like it's i'm oh outnumbered <laughs> <laughs> anyways i saw this little spider and i was like okay mr spider like you're not hurting me you're pretty little i understand by doing this i might give you the opportunity to, to be big at some point and then i'll have to deal with you later but I'm not going to like, you know, do anything with you. I'm going to let you stay in my apartment because I need some help with these stupid roly polies. So hopefully by the time <laughs> I, I don't get know that spiders camping, kill roly polies, dude, I, I think they might. But I don't know either. Like, <laughs> so maybe <laughs> I'm may just, just created a spider problem. I guess so. I also got my like, here's the things you need to know about moving out soon um, for when I have to move oh, out at the end of July email. Gosh. So like, yeah, so I that's might like just a month and a half away. Yeah, I might just leave them with uh, an apartment full of spiders and roly polies. I, I might. Did start your other roommates ever come back and move out their stuff? Nope, two of them haven't been back at all. Um, Eric has moved out most of his stuff because he like actually the last time he left, which was like last Sunday, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He took out like a, like a bunch of trips and a bunch of stuff to his car. I was like, oh, are you like moving out, moving out? And he's like, yeah. no, I, I think I'll be back. But like, he must not have hardly anything up there. Um, but yeah, I like legitimately have no idea (laughs) how slash what my other roommates are going to do just given the state of like their rooms and also being like one of them being in a different state and stuff like that and like would need to fly and it's just like so much and uh, rachel made a comment that she's like man at some like you might want to try and move out first just so that like other people have to deal with like you know cleaning out all the bottles that yeah. are decorating um you know root beer bottles that we have decorating our yeah, kitchen absolutely, and stuff like the that root beer yeah. bottles. <laughs> so just like you know all these little things yes. where it's like technically it should be a group effort right but at this mm. point it's <laughs> like there's not a whole lot of group be, left yeah no it's gonna be me for the most yes. part so that'll yes. be interesting you know so 
are you planning to stay in Bloomington past your lease's end date then? And kind That's of a great question, Josh. Chill you know, there. If, have you thought somebody, that far if ahead? Somebody yet? has that answer. No, I have of course thought about it. Um, okay. But like, yeah, I, I still am am unsure. Haven't heard back from a ton from a ton of job stuff. So I think like, yeah. unless anything big comes, like I have been mm-hmm. looking at apartments in Bloomington and need to have a couple more conversations with. Um, like my boss about, or my IU boss for my mm-hmm. internship about like, Hey, like, could I just kind of like maintain the status quo of stuff where like still work, you know, at the escape room a bunch and like donate plasma and kind of like maintain the status quo, but get back on track yeah. of like working with IU athletics and seeing if I could yeah. get like a more solidified kind thing. of restart that process sure, again yeah. a little bit. So even if that's yeah. like another year or six months or however, yeah. you know, what, like, what's six months or a year in the whole scheme of things, if it gets you where you want to go, I don't think that's a big deal. I was totally. part of the reason I was asking was because I, I was thinking today and I mentioned to you before the podcast that there was something I had thought of today that I wanted to discuss with you, you did, but I forgot, you forgot what it, it was. Yep. <laughs> yes. Which is sort of ironic because uh, what it, what I had thought about that I wanted to talk about was I was going to ask you how far out do you plan things in advance, which is ironic that I forgot that that's what I wanted to talk about. It's <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> ironic. But, and that's why I asked about, like, do you have a plan for July? Like, do you have, like, a three, like, I guess maybe you don't have one completely formulated, but do you think about, like, a three-year plan, a five-year plan, like, a ten-year plan? Or maybe you already have one completely put together, and it's, like, in your scrapbook and, like, ready to go. You're just waiting to throw the pictures in with the labels. <laughs> yeah no for me not even a little bit like there's no i i have like a, a general semblance of a plan like i guess of sort of like where i would like to be mm-hmm. but yeah there's there's not a single specific like okay I, you know i i guess i think i kind of maybe know the where like it would be cool to stay like in indiana i yeah. think but also you know indiana ohio like all that's kind of close yeah but yeah other, other than that josh i have no idea like i okay. know what my major is and i know yeah. that like you know, I'm looking for sports jobs. <laughs> yes, but, absolutely. Like, <laughs> so if anybody knows that, anybody, no hit clue. up Evan. Actually, that's not true. I, I mean, I've had plans forever. Like, I've had, we talked about, it, not last week, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, about my plan for my hotel and my future house. <laughs> yes, so, yes, like, we did talk I've about had that. that. Yeah, I've had that plan for so long. Yes. I already know, like, that I'm going to have animals. Like, I'm going to have a dog. I'm going to have a cat. Yeah. At least one of each. Actually, So, you some know reason, some, like, rough things about the future. Right. Well, I should say, I know the important things about the future. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, I know, like, you know, that kind of stuff where it's like, well, regardless of what I'm doing, you know, if I'm, like, on yeah. the side of the road or, or if I'm, like, in a mansion, you know, which hopefully it's it's neither one of those. Hopefully it's yes, some yes. sweet spot. But, you you know, have like, these, <laughs> these certain things that are part of the future, though. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's how I do it. Um, yeah. yeah like, which I guess, like, the reason I asked was because at lunch today, I have a habit, and you probably know this, of, like, looking up what car I'll get after my Jeep breaks down and explodes. Oh, yeah. Because, like, my theory is I'm getting ready to turn over 188,000 miles, right? Whew. And given the engine was rebuilt around uh, 100 or around 70,000 miles. So this engine really has about 110,000 on it. But okay. with that being said, well, actually, it probably has about 120 on it. Welcome yeah. to the car talk segment of the Life is Funny yes. podcast. We've done this before, and it went over great. So Yes, this is slightly different. This is different. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Um, but so I was looking up vehicles, and like 
there's part of me that like really wants a truck and then there's part of me that really wants this other vehicle uh, like a toyota forerunner but like neither of those get great gas mileage Mm -hmm. and like looking at the future i think it's entirely possible that like for the next few years i could have a somewhere between 30 minute and hour commute every day so i'm like i should probably get something with a little bit better fuel economy and then today all of a sudden i found this vehicle that i had never even noticed before that like and i wouldn't have noticed before if i wasn't actively looking that i was like that's perfect a prius no (laughs) no it's a toyota forerunner but like i found that i can get the 2019 for like actually a very affordable price depending on like what trim or whatever it's called that you get on the vehicle and it gets like 35 miles to the gallon (laughs) that's pretty good yeah but like all that to say is like i think some people would say that i plan to a fault but okay. it is because of planning that ha- that allows me to find out all of the necessary options for things that I mm. wouldn't have known before. Like I would have never found out about this car that I found out about if I waited until my Jeep broke down because I'd be like, okay, I already know that I want a truck or a forerunner. Uh, so I guess I'm going to go with one of those two. Like I know they don't get great gas mileage. They're not perfect, but I'm going to go with one of those two because those are what I know because I would sure. be in kind of a crunch time. Mm. Whereas now it's like, okay, I've actually done my due diligence, like whether my Jeep breaks down in six months or two years, I, I have a, a, an idea of a very good, I, a very good vehicle for me. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, way to go. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, I, I guess like, and like, I, like I said, my whole purpose of that story was like, I don't know. Like, is that weird that I plan things out so far in advance sometimes where it's like, okay, I know how that's going to go in the future, or at least I give myself options so that, like, when the time comes, I know what to do versus, like, just waiting for the time to come? Like, which camp do you fall into? I mean, like, in general, I'm a big-time planner. I just, like, when it comes to my future at this current moment, have no it's idea. It's difficult. But, like, yeah, it, like, there's Josh, no clear I, path. Like, part of my going-to-sleep process is, like, planning out like okay when i wake up i'm going to you know like brush my teeth get some clothes on oh yeah this is probably what i'm gonna wear because i don't have to go out and then i'm going to you know like go downstairs and eat lunch and this is what i'll eat for lunch because this is what i'll eat for dinner and then i'll take a shower and then i'll you know be productive and then so I'll you talk dinner. yourself through like, the full day so like before every the day, single day like it, yeah like every single day i pretty much know like what i want my plan to be and like in okay. general like you know, stuff like I don't plan to the hour, like, okay, I'm going to yeah. you know, record this podcast for exactly 40 minutes and then play Xbox for exactly an hour. It's like, no, I know <laughs> like these are the things I want to do yeah. and get through. And like, you know, like it kind of, there's, there's wiggle room with some of that. And then it's like, you know, past. So I'm, I'm very much a big time planner, but I'm not like obviously a future planner. And I think like, those are probably the two different ways to go about it. Cause I like, I guess some, it's probably not the two ways. Those are the only two ways that really make sense to me just yeah. cause I am not like a, I can't be like a, ah, eh, you know, whatever happens happens. Like, and I'm <laughs> a little bit like that. Like I think with life more in general, in general I'm like that because yeah. I, I think like, I believe that like whatever happens happens. Like I'll be okay. Like no matter what I, you know, I can, I could be doing something sucky or like have a dream job. And like that stuff, like to me, there's like, there's not like huge important things like life milestones that I have to do or have to hit necessarily. Okay. If that makes sense. And maybe there are like deep down, like, no, you know, I have to do this, have to do that. But I think like in general, 
it might just be because I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And I think maybe I've accepted where it's like, oh, yeah, I could plan and like watch all those plans fall apart. Because at one point I had a like, you know, I, or at least I, I had like, OK, this is why I'm doing things like mm-hmm. this is my plan. But if stuff falls apart, like I think I'm more flexible with like, like I don't have to stick to the. You know, okay. Like, oh well, this this is where I'm trying to go. This is how I'm going to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's more like this is where I'd like to be, and these are you know like while I'm on that path, what I'll set mm-hmm. up. But if things change, like I have to be ready for that too. So I Got think that's like it. important to me. Yeah. Which, so if that makes sense, would you say that like part of the reason that you don't necessarily come up with those types of like very I don't know if this is the right word, but solidified plans for the future. Mm-hmm. is because you don't want to become discouraged when they don't happen because you've had your experiences in the past where you put together a plan and then it didn't go how you hoped it would? Mm, no, usually the plans I put in place, they, they work out like pretty well. Cause, but okay. I think part of it is because I am hesitant to do anything unless I know that it'll work. You know, So like, oh, I'm not going to okay, put yeah. a plan in place unless I know that I can... like execute the plan which some people do it the other way where it's like all right like i have to you know conquer this mountain we have to put a plan in place i don't even know if we can do it but if we can this is how we follow the plan for me i'd be like well if we don't know how to do it then like we can't even plan for it so like that's kind of (laughs) my thing is like i don't know how to do life so i'm not too worried about like planning for it necessarily like I, i know it'll happen and i'll learn things and like you know i can plan like my bite sized steps along the way uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it's like, I, I don't know, maybe it's, I think we might even be saying the same thing. Cause like I, at some point, you know, the big stuff does need to happen. And I think I'm like, you know, planning the steps to that, but then mm-hmm. like, you know, it might be just like the reverse of that. Cause it's, it's the old thing about okay. like, how do you eat an elephant? Like one bite at a time. So that's one yeah. way to look at it. But the other thing is like, well, forget in each individual bite. Like we need to eat the elephant. Like that's the plan. So for yeah. me, I don't know that I'd look at the elephant. I'd just be like, oh, here's another bite, you know? like. Okay, see, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm de- I'm very much like, here's the elephant, like, mm-hmm. and then just, like, incrementally work my way there. Gotcha. Like, yeah. not even focus on, like, each bite. Because I don't, I, I don't know why that is. I don't, yeah, just, I like, mean, mindset. like... mindset. <laughs> like, I... Because I, when I think about the future, I'll, like, set a goal. Like, okay, I know that I need to save x amount of dollars because i think it would be nice to purchase a house in x number of years like okay that's my goal is to purchase a house in x number of years and then like just incrementally making that happen versus like okay i'm gonna save as much as i can now and i know that like someday down the road i'll buy a house like would you say that's more how you would think about it oh yeah no for me it's definitely like the oh well you know whatever happens happens and then like whatever happens will influence how the, you know, the rest of stuff goes. So it's more like, you know, I'm not like setting up a final goal where it's like, okay, I need, you know, X amount of money or X amount of whatever, um, you know, or like X amount of things like house, car, uh, you know, four wheeler or whatever people, you know, some people are like like into (laughs) like, these are the things I want to buy or like house or the pool. For me, it's like, no, like let's get a job. And then like, We'll see how much that job pays, you know, could be, could be more, could be less depending on what the job is. Yeah. And then like, we'll build out from there. Cause for me, it's like, A, well, yeah, that's a half lot. the battle is figuring right, out like, what you have the, to work with. Mm-hmm, right. Like that's half the battle. Like I, it would suck. Right? I, part of it too, is I am not in a position where I could like 
like where I can be super picky with stuff would be like, ah, no, yeah. I need a job that pays at least a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, and I think if you had asked me two years ago, I probably would have fallen into a similar category as yourself. Like, because I feel like at that point in time, right after you graduate from college, even if you have something locked down, like whether you do or don't, I feel mm-hmm. like the future is just so uncertain because like, Nobody sticks with that first job. Okay, let me rephrase that. Most people <laughs> do not stick with that first job their entire career or that same company their entire career. So it's just like the future is so unclear. You just have to take it one day at a time. You can't really start planning. Sure, yeah. So that's kind of like what I'm in where it's like, man, I would love to have, you know, something like a like a position where I start and that, well, maybe I wouldn't. I think I totally contradicted my, your like thought. Okay. You know, self second. I was going to say, I'd love to like sort of know where it's like, all right, I'm going to start here, you know, in, in a month or whatever. And then like, yep. I'll, I'll leave there when I'm 60. Right. Or like, yeah, like, yeah. You'll work your way up the company and like, you'll become the boss someday. I told Lauren that I always thought that would be such an interesting career path. And like, I honestly think I would enjoy it. Like join a company, work your way up and then like someday be the boss and then retire like but then again hmm. i i don't necessarily think that sounds super enjoyable which is part of my problem is like right. i don't even know what i necessarily I've, i think i've said mm-hmm. this like a hundred times on the podcast i don't even necessarily know what i want to do for the rest of my life so i think in some ways i'm still falling even though i say i'm like a focus on the elephant not the bite type of guy <laughs> i think like in some ways i'm definitely a bite size kind of person at you know, this point Josh, still. Josh is a, you're totally bite-sized, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I use a miniature microphone. It's it's great. It's it's weird if you guys have never seen Josh in person, but it, it does the job. Um, anyways, that was weird. But yeah, like, I think <laughs> I think that's a good point where it is, it, we're in such a weird time where like that was, and for some people is like the model, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna, you know, like work until I'm 65 with the same company or like, yep. you know, start my own thing and like work my way up where like, I know for me in my major and like in my field, like sports, there's yeah. a lot of bouncing around or like uh-huh. at least, you know, it kind of depends on the person. Like, you know, some people bounce around more than others. Some people like start and take weird roundabout ways. Other people are just kind of like, yeah, sure. They'll start and like mm-hmm. go for a while. So like, there's no like set way to do it, which is kind of a good th- I think more so it's a good thing but it is a stressful thing where it's like man I wish it was as easy as like all right you know I'm gonna start in the I'm gonna in start the at the bank and I'm gonna be a teller and then I'm gonna right. work my mm-hmm. way up and be the branch manager and then yep. I'm gonna be the area manager and keep going and then I'm gonna rob him and then I'm gonna rob bang, the bank bang. and leave for you <laughs> leave forever right no yep. it's it, it is easy where it's like back in the day it was like all right you know I'm gonna like start in the old printing press and I'm going to, you know, work the presses and then I'm going to be, yeah. you know, the shift manager and then I'm going to buy the printing press and then I'm yeah. going to, you know, retire. It's like, yeah, what made I, you I do know. printing presses as you I don't know. That just example. feels like a very like old timey, like original, like working class, like factory type person. Yeah. You know, My job, grandpa you know? worked at a printing press for a, uh, like they did like magazines and pamphlets and they printed them. For, like he did that for 45 years. From the wow, day he was see, like eighteen well, until he was like sixty-two or sixty-three when he retired. That's that's probably part of the reason I did too. Like my family owned like they had a publishing company called Brown Publishing. So like my oh, really? you know, my grandpa like owned and ran this this business and like my uncle was part of it and like my mom huh. was part of it and it was like I didn't you know, know that that was the thing. Yeah, I don't think that's you know fact of the week for Josh. 
Um, oh. We'll have better facts of the week, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that one's as good as it gets. How are you going to beat that? <laughs> the, because that's just a fact. That's not one of those like, fake <laughs> facts. Like, oh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't. Did they actually own that? I'm not sure. Yeah. Hmm. I like what do you, so. Do you think that there is like a model that people have to follow? Because I think the other thing is like, oh, you gotta own a home. Like you've gotta, you know, like get married and have two point five kids and whatever. Oh, whatever. Gosh, like, yeah. Like those are like the the averages or like the the picture of. I was gonna say know, okay, like adult life. Yeah, let's create. Let's create what like when I think of like the American adult life. Like let's walk th- let's walk through that example a little bit further. So what age uh, do people get married? Preface super generic and Yes. Is, oh, absolutely. Know, this is not what we think cutter, it should be. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is probably what we think you shouldn't do. But, but if yeah, you do no, it, you're not wrong. Movie, yeah, the movie version that yes. we all see and Yes. What that's what we're trying there. to build. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, so we're saying that what age would people get married? Like Oh, like back in the day um see this is tough like, like in this cookie cutter example or create in this cookie cutter example i would say let's say 25 okay 25 dang it okay i'll be 24 so i guess i'm getting married <laughs> too early which i um, to me okay so the reason i hesitated is that that sounds a little late like it does in in the cookie cutter idea that i think of i think of 22 23 Okay, so sure, let's go with that because my family's, you know, we're we're late late starters. Okay. Like I have old grandparents. No offense to my lovely parents, I have old <laughs> parents too. But it's like, okay, so so okay. twenty two, you get married. And then how soon do you have a kid? Do you have a kid, kid within the year? I I'd say it's about one year after marriage you spit out your yeah, first kid. A lot of times. And- and then about one to two years later you spit out the second one. And first one's Correct. a boy or a girl. Second one is the opposite. Yep, that's what it's um, got to be. Yep. And then you spit out the half of one a little bit later. Sure. Um, and then I think like once the kid, well, okay, first, before kids, sometime in that first year, you buy your house, your first house. Right. I think you like get married and get a house. Like it's like a yes. package deal. I think like, it's like they hand you right the around the same and, time. And the key. Yeah. Yeah. In this cookie cutter example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hand, when you sign the paperwork, you get the right. key at the same time. Yep. The paperwork for marriage, to clarify. Exactly. Not for the house. <laughs> Obviously, you get the key when you sign for the house. Um, and then I think you get, like, a dog or two sometime right around when the kids are, like, a little bit old enough. So right around, like, five or six, I okay. would say. Yeah. I, I it's pretty think typical. that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everything after the kids turn five or six is a blur until they leave the house. Like, there's, like, I, I was nobody say, really like... remembers those years. It's the forgotten 30s or whatever we called it. <laughs> Right. It's like you're raising the kids the until they go off to college. Yeah. Well, because at that point, you know, if you have a kid at, let's say by, by 24, because we said, or, yeah. you know, by 25, because you said a year after yeah. you get married at, you know, 22, 23 or whatever. So you have a kid at 25, they have 18 years. Yep. So what's that? Another, you're, you're 43, 33. Yeah. 40, 43. 40, yeah. 43 by the time the first kid is like 18 and off to college. Yep. And then what? Like, then you, you don't retire because you're 43. No. You work 20 you just more years. Yeah, you work 20 more years until you're in your mid-60s. Um, you go to, like, dinner with your friends, I guess. <laughs> um, have poker night with the guys, sure. of course. Um, and then you retire in your mid-60s. You go spoil the grandkids for a few years, and then you start to slow down, and then you die. At what point do you move to Florida? I feel like that's an important Ooh, part of everything. Yeah, that is that is important for this cookie cutter example. I feel like Florida doesn't happen right away in retirement. I would say it happens like mid seventies. Okay, like you kind of like 
figure out what you want to do with your home or, yeah. like, you know, give it to the kids or whatever. Yeah, at that point, spend time enjoying like, and spoiling the grandkids. You know? Because, like, in this cookie-cutter example, the kids and grandkids all live near the grandparents. Yeah, okay, so fact of the week. Um, did you know that there, I think there's a stat out there, and it's from a few years ago is when I've heard it, but I've heard it a bunch. It's something along the lines of, like, that the majority of people – um, and it, I think it's in the U S it might be in America, but I think it's in the U S live. What's the difference are, between are, in, in America and in the U S I meant Midwest when I okay. said America for some reason, I don't know why it came out. <laughs> I just like wanted to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great point. Um, so anyways, yeah, in the U S or Midwest, let's say it's U S cause fact of the week, I don't have to be a hundred percent. Yes. Anyways, the fact is that people um, are born and die usually within 50 miles of each other. So it's like people Whoa. usually wind up dying within 50 miles of where they're born. It might be something like 100 miles, but yeah, let's give it that range. Within 50 Ooh. and 100 miles of where they're born is where people die. That's interesting. Yeah, and, I would and it's kind of it. sad, but also not. Like I guess like, well, like some people yeah. have that culture of like, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go off and like uh, the second I turn, you know, 18, I'm going to travel across the country. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, never, you know, be home on Christmas, maybe. And other people totally like most of my family is pretty close. Like, I guess I have like one uncle that's in California and a couple grandparents yeah. that eventually went down to Florida. But like growing up, everyone else was pretty close. Like, yeah, you know, so that's yeah, I think that's, that's how, the same thing with my family. Yeah, I think that that's a pretty good example. OK, so now that we've got the cookie cutter example down, your question circling back was, do you have to follow a certain mold? And I think like, no, because in my head, I hope not. <laughs> I, oh, geez, I sure hope not too. like in my head, like um, Lauren and I have talked about like, OK, we we think that it makes sense to have kids around age like 30. Like once you have a base and like you get your career built up a little bit, like that way you have time to like spend with each other before kids come along. And, but that way still the kids are out of the house by age 50. All right. I need like, to add something to my to-do list, which is um, find new best friends by age 30. So. Okay. Yes. Yes. Our age 30. So you would be what? 27. That's true. Shoot, I've I've got you know five more years until I have <laughs> yeah. to find new friends. <laughs> no, I I, friends I'm only twenty four. No, yeah, I'm only twenty four. So there's at least six more years, and maybe it's even fur pushed out further than that. But I think like there's that, and then like I don't the whole buy a house thing. I think like for me, I think that it makes sense for the majority of Americans only because of like the monetary side. Like you rent an apartment to me, that's like blowing money out of your hand and just letting it flow well, it's, it's away money in the you wind can't recoup yeah like exactly you can't recoup it after you like even if yes. you don't you know like make a home is an asset back. like, yeah. right. like your you're apartment you're never getting any money back out of exactly like if you spend two hundred thousand dollars on a house you can look at that like you're paying rent each month yes. but then you also get to like make some some of that yeah back you're literally you paying it, so. rent to yourself at that point because you're exactly. paying for the house so mm -hmm. you're building up that asset so i think like Home ownership, I do think that that makes sense for the majority of Americans because of that. But then I think like about like your, the retirement question and stuff like that. And it's like if somebody asks me when I want to retire, I'm like, Ugh, I don't think I ever want to fully retire. I'd of course love to like slow down sometime in my 60s and like work because I want to, not because I have to. Okay. But I also like don't want to walk out the door at age like 62 or 63 or whatever people say and then like never come back in i just 
I don't see the appeal of that. I want to have a career where I find like fulfillment and I don't want to quit totally, but I also want to be able to like, Hey, let's go spend two or three months in Hawaii or Florida or whatever. <laughs> right. Like you don't want to be tied down to like, Oh shoot, I have yeah. to like, go work 40 hours. Exactly. Week. But exactly. Be like Jerry from parks and rec. Um, that's what have I've you never seen, seen parks and rec. No. Oh man. I'm so that's sorry. That's okay. I mean, I haven't seen it all the way through, but like, yeah, that's like I, he retires and people forget about his retirement which yeah. is a sad thing. But then he comes in and works like a couple hours every week. And I, yeah. I feel like that's a good point where it's like, I would get super bored, especially they like, call it like the death disease because well, yeah, people die like, so quickly after they retire. Right. And you don't have at that point necessarily like a reason or a schedule to like, you know, maintain yeah. and like get out of bed and stuff like that and do stuff. I feel like that's, you know, it's you're going, going, going for 65 years. Cause you're doing that like in school like, this has been a weird time for me where it's like, oh, like, this is the first time in a long time where I haven't, you know, had to, like, go to class and, like, you know, go to work. It's the first time since you were, stuff. like, four years old. Sure, yeah. So it's like, oh, that's weird. And obviously it's, like, 15 hours a week of classes isn't anything like like a job necessarily. But yeah, but there's like homework involved schedule. there, social mm-hmm. life, of course, yeah. all of the things. Right, part-time jobs. Like, there's, there's stuff to do. So I, I totally get that where... I think that's a good point. Even if it wasn't like super high paying, like I wouldn't, you know, yeah. necessarily want the pressure of having to work yeah. like for any high stakes as a retired no, person. No, no. But I, like I even a Walmart like greeter option. would be good. Like, hey, I'm going to sure. go say hi to people. That's it. I'm just going to stand there and wave at people, say good morning, and then let them walk by. Like, just gives you I'll a little hire, bit of I'll pep hire in your you. Day. So when you're like, you know, 65 or which also we're yeah. saying 65, that's the cookie cutter. People aren't retiring at 65 anymore. No. Like no. that's that's the other, you know, American thing. Like people are living longer. By the time we're like adults or like real adults or like grown-ups or whatever we want to call it cuz yeah. you know, I guess we're adults but like not really, but kind of like you're more of an adult. Anyways, um by the time that happens, uh, First of all, who knows if we'll still be here? America could be, you know, could be long gone. Like the world could be, could end. Way to be sunspots, pollution, whatever. Right now, I, (laughs) you know, fingers crossed. But also, things are going to look way different. Where like we we won't just be able to like do all these things and like oh yeah like I can retire at sixty five because I've got Medicaid or Medicare. It's like. And retirement benefits and social security is, that's what I was looking for. That's what I meant. Social security, yes. Yeah, social security. It's like, that might not not be around. Yes. Um, you know, so we'll see, but. <laughs> well, and see, like, we talk about, like, oh, the normal American thinks of retiring at 65 and, like, they're pushing mm-hmm. it out a little bit later. But have you heard of the FIRE movement? Uh, I haven't. What's, so, oh, wait, like, is that, like, from a business perspective where businesses fire you right before you hit retirement? No, no, but that does okay. happen. Because <laughs> that's um, another thing that happens, yeah. Yep, that's not what I was thinking of, but good point. Um, no, it's it's called financial independence retire early. So it's like there's a lot of people in America who like work on like Wall Street and stuff like that. I was reading an article about it where they choose to retire. Like they work and they save really well and they'll live off of like 10 to 15% of their income and save the rest. And okay. then they'll retire in their mid to late 30s. That's cool. And then, like, they'll just do whatever the heck they want and, like, work side gigs. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they'll, what is, what is it called that everybody, like, makes fun of? Oh, they'll be a consultant. Yes. Oh, yeah. They'll okay. consult. <laughs> so, like, that, that seems good. Like, I'd like to be a consultant someday. Like, yeah. yeah. What are you? Oh, I'm a consultant. No big deal. Right. <laughs> what do you do? You know, oh, I, I consult. 
Yep. You're basically me. like like a, a, a mercenary. You're like a business mercenary. That's how I would introduce yeah. myself. <laughs> I, I'm not a consultant. I'm a business mercenary. Um, nice to meet you. Here's my card. And uh, this will be the last time you ever talk yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, I, you know, that sounds great. But I don't know. Like, it, I don't money, think it sounds great. Do you, like, do you have to make all that money, like a ton of money super quickly? Or like, can you make, because so, like, so. you said they, they only make your, they live off of, you know, 10%, which like, yeah. if you're making $30,000 a year, like that's hard to live off 10%. There's no way. But yeah. But they're right. probably making like upper, upper six figures, lower seven figures. Uh, totally. Yeah. I was going to say like, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, like even that, like that's 10%, still diff- you know, super difficult. Like, yeah. yeah. You have so. to be making like <laughs> 750. Like you, I think you could maybe think about doing it if you made uh, if you were a single person and you made like 400 or more, you could live off of 10%. Interesting. That's $40,000 a year. Um, <laughs> you can live off 10%. <laughs> yes, exactly. 400,000. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think like it, it's intriguing, but no, like you don't have to make like all the money you're going to live off of forever. Cause like they could invest that money and like make money off of their money, make, make their money work for them or whatever That's people true. say. So I'll make my money work till it's past 65. I'll, yes. I'll that's just a good like, idea. I'll, I'll be a money manager, but it's just my own money. Like that's, Ooh, that's, yeah, all, that's yeah. all I'll do. How do you know if you have the old money or the new money? Cause they're like printing, they're always like putting new money into the economy, but like that's a good there's point. theoretically <laughs> been money in the economy since like George Washington. So like, how do I know if I have some of those first dollars or if I'm getting all the new dollars? What you need to do is every single time that you, um, you don't, or I was going to say donate money to the bank, deposit money to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> every single time you do that, you don't need to donate money to the bank. Everyone. Um, I would keep track of all of your dollars and all of your serial numbers. And that way, when you ask, but to I don't even get your... cash is well, the problem. Oh, like, well, see, that's think, part of, okay. Well then what you but need think to about do that? Is... Like, I don't know where my dollars have been because they've traveled through the air. That's like, a good point. So every, every single year you should withdraw all of your money and then keep <laughs> track of it. And like count it all up and look like in cash and then be like, all right, like put, put a little mark on it. Like, like your initials in the corner or something like JT. And then you put it back in the bank. And then the next year okay. you take it all back out and be like, also this is a dumb, like, that's obviously a joke <laughs> answer. Doesn't money have the year on it? Like actual printed yes, money? It, it does, but printed money does, but that wasn't my point. Right. My no, point you're talking was about like, like the you know money the concept of money <laughs> yeah thank you i'm glad that you got there you worked yourself no, there got, i'm proud of I've you. Got what you no i knew what you were talking about i'm just like just of like because there's no way to know about the cons- like my conceptual dollar where is that from right like I exactly that like that's impossible no. yeah it's probably it also hope it's there's no way it's it's gotten to us at this point at this point it's been given to other countries probably would be my guess like probably or like it's somewhere it is a conceptual dollar somewhere else like people talk like we are 17 was well, a couple of years ago right we were like 17 trillion dollars in debt who knows what it is now oh There's, let's you can find out national debt counter whatever dot org or dot com and it's like this depressing number that's always counting higher and higher every second but like that's a number that like is unfathomable like literally 24.22 trillion as of april of 2020 Oh baby. Um, so like, like that's a number that can never be like, like no one can ever make us pay that. Right. Like, cause it's impossible. Like that would never happen. When are the debt collectors coming? 
Right, like that, like I could owe you twenty bucks, right? And that's like yeah, the concept yeah. of money. Like you know, you have twenty bucks that is like in your collect. You know, what is it? Accounts receivable or whatever, like if we're going back to accounting. <laughs> but like, there, it, there's no way that the majority of the money from back then isn't just like sitting in the concept of like, oh yeah, that's the money that we paid to France for the Statue of Liberty, or like, oh yeah, that money helped us buy Louisiana or what? Like you know, in the Louisiana Purchase. Like, I money's so weird, and obviously that's not the point of the podcast. This podcast has been weird. Um, we could do a it whole has. money podcast and not we know should. what we're talking about. But because like... I was like, I wonder how much money the United States is worth. Like, if it were right. for no, sale. Yeah. Like, if we like sold, how much money like, we're worth. And so I Googled like, hey, it. On the open market, yeah. US, if, if we were like a house. Sale, somebody buy us. Yeah, like yeah. You, you get all the business entities here, and stuff like business. that or whatever. Yeah. So... <laughs> Forbes in 2015 said the U.S. is worth 23 trillion. Okay, so that well, seems so we're, not we're good. We're worth less than our yeah. We're not. Yeah, but that number's inflated a little since then. Okay, but then if I look on Wikipedia, which I trust far more than Forbes, let's be honest, it <laughs> okay. says 270 trillion, which that number feels better. Wow. And then. It feels better. <laughs> and then this one says that America's total net worth. Just hit a record high. I'm not sure when this was from. I'm not clicking on it to find out though. But of 85 trillion. Hmm. So like, there's no really good answer out right, there. We're somewhere between 20 and 230. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, like a, it's like kind a of 10, a big range. Like, like, yeah, like a huge multiplier. Um, that's ridiculous. I mean, we like, should just put the U.S. for sale on like a real estate website and like see what we can get for it. Right. Like I you mean, and honestly, I, you like, and I, we just put it up. <laughs> we're citizens. We are owners sure, of this sure. here land. Right. This land they is your land. This, ma- this land is my land. Yep. You know. I, I don't know the rest of the songs, but I, oh, something from about California, here to California to the New York Isles. But like, yeah, there's. I mean, we should definitely talk talk money um, again soon, and you know, get the the Moneyball podcast rolling. Yeah. Like, like, there are people out there, like people like Jeff Bezos and like Mark Zuckerberg and like Elon Musk. Like unfathomable, unfathomable. You literally cannot wrap wow, your head around a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, right, like, think I, about this: so, a billion is a hundred millions. Yeah, like, isn't it? it? It's not a thousand. Yeah, it's a hundred millions, right? No, it's a thousand millions. Oh you my gosh, million, it's even you bigger. Hundred million. Yeah, no, it's a oh, thousand yeah, millions. Right. There are a lot of cool videos out there of like, like, uh, money visualized. So it's like, all right, uh-huh. like, oh, this I've is seen the size these, yes. of a one dollar bill. Yep. This is the size of a million dollars, and it's like a pallet of like hundred dollar bills or whatever. Yep. And this is a billion, and it's like warehouses full. And it's like these are people that like literally they could not like you see people's net worth, and that's yeah. when, that's like the concept of money, right? Like if they cashed out, yes. And this is a big they, they would have to like sell the all of their assets and everything. Right, like like if you cashed out, and it's like, all right, I am you know gonna sell amazon tesla whatever sell all their properties sell all of that like i am you know i am worth this many billions of dollars like what bank do you go to and be like i would like that all in In ones please i'll take ones i'll put i'll take 50 cent pieces can't happen like can't happen if you do the math like i was listening to a podcast the other day and it was like they were trying to do some of the math and it's like just Mm -hmm. based on the weight of how much like a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill or whatever is worth like or it's it weighs like a gram 
So if you had to withdraw, you know, a couple billion dollars or whatever, it would be like yeah. 18 tons is whatever the numbers they were looking at. Oh my at. But it's gosh. Like just yeah. the weight of how much money the, you're worth. The actual no weight. Way. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. need to, I vote we talk about money next week unless something bigger comes up because like, I want to talk about like Jeff Bezos and some of those people that you were bringing up. Oh, there's so much to dig into there. We could keep going forever, but I don't think we should. Sir. I don't think we should either. Um, so yeah, before we end it, let's talk yes. about a couple different ways that we can um, save ourselves some money and like really stick it to the to the man's. Stick it to have the man. More money. So yes. <laughs> oh, hey, I Josh, have a stick it to the man. Do you have a stick it to the man? Wow, yes, you I do. <laughs> what? What? I, it's not something I did though. That's okay. Go for it. You so, go first. This is Lauren insane. sticks it to the man on Wednesdays by going. <laughs> Does she? How yes. do you feel about that? <laughs> okay. Well, about that. But she goes to Big B Coffee, so there's probably not a Big B by anybody unless you live in, like, Fort Wayne or Michigan. Um, But she goes to Big B because they have a buy one, get one free deal every Wednesday, and she'll grab a coffee, and she'll get her free one, and then she'll put it in the fridge, and she'll drink the second one on uh, Thursday. And because her theory was always that she would buy one to two coffees per week. So now she's getting the best of both worlds. She's only buying one, but she's getting two. So she sticks okay. it to the man. Yeah, that's good. Like, buy one, get one is a deal. Like, it's it's good. I don't love it. It's not it as good as your like, deals. Yes. Right, no, I heard I, about this, this extreme point... <laughs> couponing thing recently as well. Yeah, like, I mean, I you know, I'm not there either. Like, but, man, Lauren, way to go. Way to start small. But yeah, I mean, fifty per, or like hundred percent off of something, which you know, kind of, it's Pretty like fifty percent, like fifty percent off of two items. Again, you can break it down. But Lauren, great job, shout out. Um, so my stick it to the man is also kind of like it's not as good as usual because I didn't like do anything too different other than like worked a bunch. So that's a way to stick it to the man. Work more, you get more money. That's how to <laughs> how to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But at that point, it's not sticking anyone. But no, my my actual one is um, this past week it was National Donut Day. Okay. And it's like there's a day for everything, and I was like, it it was one of those days where it popped up, and I was like, oh, cool, like I should get donuts. Like I yeah. had that thought, which is the only reason National Donut Day exists is so that to people get have donuts. that thought exactly and go buy donuts. Like, like it's not celebrating anything; it is to get nope. people to buy more donuts. So I like was legitimately thinking like, okay, I could walk over to Crescent Donut and get donuts, um, you know, because it's National Donut Day, and of all the days, mm-hmm. like. If I wanted to get a donut, like today would be the day to do it, right? And then I was like, wait, 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 no, like I'm not gonna do that. That's dumb. You're playing into the trap, right? Like, a, I don't need a donut. I guess I maybe kind of want a donut, but more importantly, I don't need one. And like, like I wouldn't buy one if it weren't quote unquote, you know, National Donut Day. So I stopped mm-hmm. myself from getting stuck by the man, therefore sticking it to the man. So. <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it whatever yeah. it takes i count that as sticking it to the man sir is there Me anything too. else you want to hit the people with before we wrap this thing up i don't think so thanks for listening we appreciate it josh is about to um, do an outro now <laughs> yeah yeah i'll do a second outro thanks so much yep. for listening we really appreciate it up. uh this has been the life is funny podcast please join us again next week thanks everybody bye see ya <laughs>